best part though? He said he's not the only penis man. Florida man arrested for pulling gun on escort. She was touching everything in my house but my dick. <laughs> Rest in peace, this man's whole career. Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alrighty guys, welcome back to another episode of Slightly Informed. The date is March 8th and I'm back again with Nick and McLean and myself, John, and we're going to jump right into it. Um, this week I'm going to lead us off with a reading series. Nick is now the victim of the game Slightly Improvised and he's going to tell us about a topic and... Uh, McLean's gonna uh, fill us in on uh, what's going on in one of the greatest states in our nation. So, and then, yeah. Uh, the greatest. <laughs> Come on. Don't, don't sell it short, John. And then in the second half, we'll uh, talk about some politics, but on uh, a lighter note, or I guess a more serious note. We'll figure it out. Both notes. What the vibe is when we get there. I'm gonna start, to start us off with our reading series, though, um, you guys aren't really major Redditors, are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You are? Yeah. So you've heard of Kevin, probably, right? Kevin. The story of Kevin? It's like one of the most famous threads on Reddit. I'm spacing that Okay, now. well, I'm going to yeah. jump into reading, yeah. the th- reading the comment. Oh, no. Okay, so it starts, oh, it's from user Noah the Red. So thanks, Noah the Red. Yeah, it's one of, it's like, there's like a history that's happened on Reddit, and this is like one of the famous okay. things that's happened. Okay. I know some of those. Like, yeah, exactly. Ones, no. Okay, so it's starting. It's not uncommon as a teacher to have students who are a bit behind the curve in certain aspects. But 99.99% of the time, they are keen on something. They might not understand how to identify a noun or what theme is, but they somehow know how to make a mean plate of nachos. <laughs> you learn pretty quick not to judge a fish for their tree climbing ability, you know? I thought this was the rule when I was teaching until I met Kevin. Kevin isn't his real name, but it doesn't matter because he can't spell it anyway. <laughs> Kevin was a student of mine during my last year of teaching. He came to my classroom with very little to show for his academic past. He had moved a few times and thus was missing a lot of typical test scores that we used to try and ballpark their ability. Don't worry, it was a ballpark. We didn't make major decisions until we actually had a chance to talk and work with a student for a bit. I thought, that's fine. I'll just do some one-on-one with Kevin and see what's up. One-on-one with Kevin was like conversing with someone who'd forgotten everything in a freak, if not impossible, amnesia incident. Whoa. (laughs) There was no evidence that he'd learned anything past second grade. And now he was in, in ninth grade flabbergasted i figured we needed to get more serious with this if he was going to be in my class i needed to know why and how i decided to meet with him his guidance counselor his parents and another teacher to see what was really going on this is where it all became clear it was by some incredible fluke that his family hadn't been wiped off the face of the earth years ago odds are his entire heritage was based on blind luck and some type of sick divine intervention that saves his family every time a threat presents itself Kevin was the genetic pinnacle of this null achievement. Even my instructional lead, a woman who could find a redeeming trait in a ball rog, failed to see any reason this kid or his family should be alive today. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my damn. Damn it. I think it's more like, like he should have, like, not in like a negative way, but it's but just like, how? Yeah, yeah, how did evolution not wipe this family off the face of the earth generations ago? Yeah. Okay, so it continues. So here's a list of events that made it abundantly clear that God exists and he's laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> Kevin frequently forgot when and where his class was. On more than one occasion, I had to retrieve him from other classrooms. Kevin ate an entire 24-pack of crayons. 
puked, and then did it again the next day. <laughs> this is ninth grade. <laughs> I have no idea where he got the crayons. <laughs> Kevin's dad wrote tuition checks and mailed them to me, his English teacher. This was a public <laughs> school. <laughs> when I gave it back to Kevin Voided to give to his dad with a brief note explaining that this is a public school, Kevin got in trouble for trying to spend it at 7-Eleven after school. <laughs> Kevin was removed from the culinary arts program after leaving a cutting board on the gas stove and starting a fire. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin threw his lunch at the school resource officer <laughs> and tried to run away. <laughs> Sorry, this story gets me every time, man. And tried to run away. He ran into a door and insisted it wasn't him. <laughs> Ran into the door. Yeah, no, through the like. Imagine a kid oh. throwing like some food at the school resource officer, turning and like crashing into a door, and then just be like, "Wasn't me." Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's cool. Kevin stole my phone during class. I called it. It rang. He denied that it was ringing. <laughs> Not that it wasn't his. Not that he did it. No, he denied that my phone was actually ringing. He tried it three times before the end of the year. <laughs> Let me try to pull this together. <laughs> okay. Kevin called the basketball coach a motherfucking bitch during gym. <laughs> basketball tryouts were that afternoon. Kevin tried out. It didn't go well. <laughs> oh, my God. Kevin's mom could never remember which school he went to. She missed several meetings because she drove to other schools, none of which he ever went to. <laughs> oh, my God. Kevin tased himself in the neck before a football game. <laughs> Kevin kept a bottle <laughs> Oh god, we're gonna have to cut some of this Because I'm just gonna keep laughing Kevin kept a bottle of orange Kool-Aid in his backpack For about four months He thought it would turn into alcohol <laughs> 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 he, he drank it during a homeroom And threw up <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh my god Kevin said the N-word a lot Kevin was white The high school was 84% black Kevin got beat up a lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kevin stole another student's iPhone and tried to sell it back to them. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin didn't understand that his grade was dependent on tests, quizzes, homework, classwork, and participation. Kevin finished his first semester with a 3% average. He tried to bribe me with $11. <laughs> 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 oh, God. <laughs> okay. Kevin spat on a girl and said, you should get out of those white clothes. <laughs> the girl was the Spanish student teacher. <laughs> Kevin didn't know dogs and cats were different animals. <laughs> what? I think it's like when you're a kid and you think dogs are like all guys and cats are all girls. Like when you're like four years old. Uh, Kevin tried to download porn onto a computer in the library at the circulation desk while he was logged on. Kevin asked a girl to prom. He was in ninth grade and freshmen don't go to prom by asking for her phone number and then texting her his address. <laughs> Kevin got gum in his hair constantly. Kevin regularly tried to cheat on assignments by knocking the pile over. <laughs> grabbing, one before, grabbing one before I'd pick them all up and then writing his name on it wherever there was room. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin had several allergies, but neither his parents nor he could remember what they were. 
They were very concerned that the holiday party, it's high school, we don't have those, would have peanuts. When they finally got a doctor's note, he was allergic to amoxicillin. (laughs) Kevin and his parents took a trip to NASA. How the fuck did they even get airline tickets? And forgot all their luggage at home. I didn't believe him when he told me until I talked to his mom, who told me first thing when I saw her at the bi-weekly meeting. Oh my god. Kevin's grandfather apparently died in a chainsaw accident. I can only assume God was looking the other way that day. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the end of the Kevin thread, guys. Oh, my God. It's one of the most famous comments on Reddit, and it never fails to make me laugh. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's just wild to think about, like, any of those things happening. I can picture a lot of kids who did one. That's what I mean. Uh, yeah, of those and things. I think that's why the, that makes the story hit so hard. As you can imagine, like one idiot in your high school has done some of those things, but then you try to like superimpose doing everything, and you try to like form a picture of a human being in your brain, and like what it's kind of bar- it's yeah. barely a human yeah, being. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and like what she was saying, or he was saying at the beginning, or whatever, just about it being like intergenerational, where like no one in the family knew what the fuck was going on. Like, <laughs> Because <laughs> you also know, like, dumb kids with, like, smart parents or whatever, but there's just, like, a family of numbskulls who just, like, managed to fumble their way Barreling through life. through yeah. existence. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I just thought we'd start off on a lighter note. Um, I think now we're going to spin it into Nick, who's going to explain to us... Oh, to explain the game, just in case you're tuning in for the first time, we wrote down a bunch of topics on note cards. We threw them in a bucket. And you get to pull two of them and pick which topic you want to explain. And if you hate both of the topics, you can pick a third and final topic. Um, so Nick this week uh, was given five minutes to study and prepare to give us a ten-minute presentation about MSNBC. Our beloved. So without further ado, Nick, um, let's see. We'll put you on the clock. McLean, you want to put him on the clock? Yep. All righty. Let's see if I can figure out how to work my phone. All right. On the clock. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. All right. So, Nick, what do you know about MSNBC? Well, let's set the scene first here. Okay. All right. So, the year is 1995. The year of our Lord, 1995. 90, 1995. Uh, the tech boom is is in its mid-thrust. It's going, you know, it's getting bigger and bigger out of nowhere. Uh, the reliance on cable news as a provider for information is higher than it's ever been. Uh because, you know, network news, there's still kind of uh, an avoidance of punditry. They didn't want to lead people astray to... Neutral parties. Yeah, yeah, they okay. wanted to be neutral, which is all still BS. There was always still kind of some kind of angle. You're telling lens. me that Bill O'Reilly's show is not the no-spin zone? <laughs> You're trying get- to tell me that's not the no-spin zone? We're now? getting there. Okay. We're getting okay. there. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> but- there was, I was always told it was the no-spin zone. So. <laughs> Um, so prior to 1995, prior to 1996, I guess, 1995 and before, all news was the spin zone. So <laughs> now we yeah. have the no spin zone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, they all had to kind of hide behind this veneer of, of, of objectivity, mm-hmm. basically coming from a neutral standpoint, an, a, a conscientious observer of an outside yeah. uh, angle on any topic. Uh, and people, they, they started to realize that they... That they could gather more 
eyes for advertisers if they played to their biases. True. So in 1996, uh, the rumblings around the ownership class of America, specifically around GE, mm-hmm. Microsoft, uh, who are the two largest sharers of NBC Universal, which covers NBC, CNBC, NBC Business, uh, and then our lovely MSNBC. Yeah. Uh, and and what happened was in in 1996, as these companies were kind of consolidating this power and 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 figuring out what you know, what each kind of network is going to provide. Uh, CNN was the only cable news network. Yeah. And people saw them as having that same issue of the neutrality effect, mm-hmm. that where they were limited in scope by what they could cover, what they could portray, and all this kind of stuff with that. Yeah. So, to consolidate this power, Microsoft spent $220 million to Classic. get the, the, to get the uh, off the ground uh, the uh, MSNBC network. Now, MSNBC is a combination of MSN and NBC. Yeah, I didn't. Damn, know, I actually didn't, I didn't know that, know that yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I always was like, that what? makes a lot of sense. I guess CNBC makes sense, <laughs> and all these other ones make sense, but I never understood why there were so many letters. But MSN yeah. and NBC combined. Yeah. Get rid of the double N. You have MSNBC. Um. And they started out with a couple of people that they pulled from a few different places. Brian Williams pulled from NBC to MSNBC to headline their new nightly news mm-hmm. program. Uh, Soledad O'Brien. Okay. Keith Olbermann moved from ESPN over to the news to start doing that. That was, uh-huh. I guess, his origin story there. Uh, but what quickly happened was that these companies realized that they could create ownership in Fox and create ownership in MSNBC and steal polarized voting blocks and very like religiously, zealotly kind of uh, behavior towards finding one source. And mm-hmm. as soon as you could find one source. Yeah, it turns source, out people like living in their bubbles. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, that's like, huh? If you can become a one source. Yeah, they've like, done studies about that online where like most people delete their conservative friends so they don't have to hear their bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> or the conservatives delete their liberal friends because they don't want to hear their bullshit. It's exactly. Just, yeah, and, people and, like their bubbles. And 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 this class, and, and, and the whole point of this is kind of that like the MSNBC, the Fox, and the CNN, they're all part of the same ownership. Yeah. GE holds the highest stake number in all three of those networks uh, for most of their existence. Yeah. Uh, so pretty much what they're doing is that they're trying to create a window of acceptable beliefs. Yeah. Called the, the Overton, Overton window. window. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So basically this is, if, if you, any of you have read into Chomsky's idea of consent being manufactured, it means that we have a false choice given to us. A choice between MSNBC, where representation matters and center social, left yeah, center left, social, uh, socially beneficial policies, you Compromise know, stuff like for that. The greater good. Exactly. Yeah. All of the, all of these ideas, this is the radical left. Yeah. If, if, if you're allowed kind of the, you know, the frame that they are handing you. Yeah. That's the radical left. Is yeah. Rachel Maddow? Yeah, yeah. Okay, is fair. Rachel gotcha. Maddow? I thought you were saying they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this ah! is this is the yeah. radical far left. Yeah. And then they they engineered a far right of acceptable talking points in Fox News, which really, really, actually <laughs> walked the, the line right. to being yeah. far right at the yeah. beginning, and has now shifted to just. I mean, there is there is yeah. a major like the Venn diagram between the far right and Fox News is like a circle. It's really close. Yeah. Well, and also I think in Fox News especially it depends on the host. Exactly. Exactly. Like, 
the hosts are given more freedom just like, oh, you're courting the racist? Cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. Exactly. And, because Oh, you're like the guy who's center-right? Cool, cool, yeah, cool, Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the far right is like, I mean, you got to be far right in business and also you have to be uh, somewhat of a race or culture kind of critic as well. And get the and, religious people. Get the... and, and Fox News checks both of those boxes. Basically, the only shift further to the right that you can get is to say that it's the Jews' fault. Yeah, That's pretty much yeah. the only line they don't cross. Yeah. So you're given an Overton window that stretches from the last sliver of the far this right you can be politically to basically an inch left of center. Yeah. And that's the Overton window. Mm-hmm. And basically it's just uh it's just been propped up like that ever since these 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 interests have carried over. Cool. I mean the idea that someone like Bernie Sanders would be loved and adored by MSNBC would make sense in a world where that is the repre- you're you're giving you're positing a left populist progressive like yeah. Network. I mean, it would make sense yeah. just neutrality-wise, but well, there's nothing be beneficial like a, about a Bernie Sanders presidency to the ownership class. I, I wonder too. Is the, I, that's a good, really good argument. But yeah. I wonder too if it's like a knowing where your bread is buttered kind of thing. Because well, like, yeah, yeah. Fox was really against Trump until it was obvious Trump was going to win, mm-hmm. and then they became like the Trump News Network. Yeah. You know? Oh then yeah! They realized like, oh shit, oh the, shit. The intifada like, has happened. Yeah, we've, exactly. We've been usurped. Yeah, we've been usurped. Th- and if we is... don't go along with it, like we're gonna lose our exactly. status. Yeah. And, and 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 there's also just levels of 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 flack that you'll get, and 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 flack from people higher up in those networks is going to lead you to less and less and less and less coverage as you begin to further and further distance yourself from the interests of them directly. True. So yeah, it's it's basically a false idea of a populist progressive future in MSNBC, a visionless kind of fake air of just, you know, human goodwill. And, and when you, you know, uh, juxtapose it to Fox News, it certainly appears that way. Like at first glance, you see those things and you see like, sure, there's anger on both sides and they hate each other more than they hate the outsiders from that yeah. are within that class. But, you know, you cross those lines and you'll, you'll, you'll really hear it. I mean, whether that's from the listenership, whether they will, you know, boycott advertisers, whether any of these things are going to happen, uh, we're already too late. I mean, it's, it's, it's a weaponized uh, part of our culture. There is no such thing as there being an objective journal in any form already, no. but MSNBC well, ob- sheds like- the veneer. Essentially, yeah, being for objective, the I think doesn't exist. Also, it's, <laughs> like, it's a widely thought of yeah. as, as 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 a. You can like attempt to be objective, but you still have like whatever biases. What's you the have. new the new version of it? It's there's it's not neutrality and it's not uh, objectivity. It's um, impartiality. Yes, that's the new the new version of objectivity. Because any scholar will tell you, anyone who, or, I mean, honestly, most journalists can tell most you that people, like yeah. objectivity doesn't exist. Yeah, there's a subjective element to opinions of everything. everything. You see something yeah. through your lens always. Mm-hmm. So there's so there's an impossible uh, you know setup of that. But uh, with Fox News and MSNBC, it kind of like I said, it sh- it sheds the veil slowly and slowly. It's been shedding the veil of it, especially being kind of you know juxtaposed with internet options that have ha- that have kind of blossomed the last ten years. People don't go to those networks for their news anymore. No. Essentially, all they're People trying to do better bubbles. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't have a to, more a more yeah, direct bubble. Exactly. And someone and usually and a narrower the ones that, bubble. I yeah, feel like, yeah. Exactly. You, like, you don't even have to hear opinions. 
like slightly yeah, non-adjacent yeah, to exactly, yours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can, if you're part of like the racist right, you could be there. If you're part of like the socials left, you could be there. If mm-hmm. you're part of like the libertarian left, you could be just in the libertarian left. Yeah. You know, like you wanna you wanna only listen listen to like tanky pro Soviet jerk off propaganda. Go yeah. for it. If yeah. you want right. to, you know, uh, dress up in Nazi <laughs> garb and every night every night before you go to bed and. Uh, you know, sleep with a furry. Like yeah. that's all you. There's, yeah. a, there's, there's a, a whole there people who are like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a whole. Uh, uh, there's a whole subreddit. There's probably a whole 4chan or 8chan for you. Like yep. the 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 decentralization of the impact of our news is is a positive and negative thing. But MSNBC led the charge. All that's right. it. Well, thank you for filling us in on yeah. MSNBC, Nick. That's the news. And then I think McLean's going to hit us next. All right. Letting us know about the great state of Florida. Florida. <clears throat> okay, so a couple episodes ago, I started this little segment called Florida Man. Florida and Man. This is where I have 10 news articles, and I just read the title. We bang through them, and if yeah. you guys have any questions, we'll, I guess we'll deep dive into them. But here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> So, starting off, Florida man runs away from cops, stops to pet cats, <laughs> and gets caught while doing it. <laughs> so, he would have got away, <laughs> but he stopped to pet some cats, and they caught him. Let it's, that bed go. Right, that's the kind of kind criminal. <laughs> okay. He still got a heart in there Just somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Florida man repeatedly offers to show IHOP patrons his genitals and then steals donuts. <laughs> IHOP has donuts? That's like the biggest news to me in that headline. Wait, what? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Give me all your donuts or I'll show you yeah. my dick. Florida man says he decided to wash his sheets for the first time in four years because of coronavirus. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, that's oh god. I just am picturing someone like sticking to the sheets. Yeah, they, like sit up. Like, how, oh god. How do you not have like an outline of the shape of your body? Like just well, he like he does, and he just washed them, not knowing that he probably murdered all the little friends he made that oh, live in his bed. <laughs> that's rough, man. There's all nothing right. better than like freshly showered, hopping in clean sheets, going to bed. You know, that's Ooh, a great that's feeling. Best feeling on a planet. It's like I'm clean, my mm-hmm. bed's clean, mm-hmm. this is all clean. This is great. It's like starting oh, yeah. a road trip. Like, yeah. Washed car and a full tank again. Yeah, you're ready, yeah. man. Ready yeah. to take on the day. Nothing better. All right. Um, Florida congressman wears gas mask during congressional vote to address new uh, uh, coronavirus. Devin, is that was that Nunez? No, it was Matt Gates. Oh, it was Matt Gates. Yeah, it was Gates. I think it was one of those douchebags. Yeah, yeah, and then and then I and think it's not even just like a gas mask. It looks like some shit you'd wear to like. Well, this was the like funny thing about that. Like mask, yeah. <laughs> he did this as like a joke, making fun of the coronavirus, and then someone had got infected in his like hometown, and he had to put on his congressman's hat and was like, "This is serious. We should. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is not a joke. Like, <laughs> we should be doing everything in our power to stop this." And it was just like, bro, like three days ago you, you were making you. fun of the yeah. virus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, oh, fuck, people are actually getting sick in my district. Maybe I should stop being a douchebag. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Florida boy mistakenly sprays himself with pepper spray in a school gym, sends 40 others to hospital. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. It sends 40 other kids That's to what it said. <laughs> I've gotten hit with pepper spray. You don't need to go to the hospital. Like, like depending on how old he was. You know, if it's a bunch of like I nine guess. year olds that got pepper sprayed, they're just like, school's like, we need to. That does, I was going to say, that does seem like something you could handle. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I guess I mean, probably, it hurts. I think maybe it's the sheer numbers. The oh, fact that they have a liability. Care of 40 of them. Or the liability of just being like, well, we uh, took anything. Them. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like, if you don't take them and, and then one like, of them like loses part of their vision, vision or something, and, yeah. yeah, to open yourself up to them lawsuits. Uh, Florida man leaves crushed water bottle in store after stealing $3 million in gold and jewelry. Cops use it to track him to California where he's already in jail. <laughs> that's a lot of golden jewelry, man. It Three really million. That's, that's a good heist. Big, yeah. Way to go, man. Uh, Florida man sucks sleepingly sleeping elderly woman's toes in hospital. Goes oh. to jail. I think last podcast on the left talked about that. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. <laughs> like even not an elderly person or yeah. someone who's not in like uh, half, why, why, I think why there toes was, I think there was Come a story on. a couple months ago of someone who was just breaking into people's houses and like suckling on their toes <laughs> yeah uh. like random people yeah that see that like I've, I've said a lot of times that something sounds like the worst possible existence but think about like the only thing get, that gets you going is yeah, having sucking like, on people's foot toes in your mouth like yeah, that, yeah. Uh. I don't really I'd I'd be a furry. I'd be a furry before then. Sucking your toes. (laughs) Wouldn't your immediate instinct just be like kick your foot though? Like I feel like that guy would get nailed in the face constantly. I'm sure he has. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's part of the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I gotta bleed a little. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I like getting kicked in the nose after I taste some feet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Florida man upset at nurses sets fire to hospital bed. What? <laughs> his own hospital bed? I guess. It's actually a pretty, pretty baller move. <laughs> what, you want a death on your hand? Get in here. <laughs> I'll burn this place down starting with my bed. <laughs> uh, this one isn't necessarily too crazy. It's, it's definitely the most mild of all of them. But uh, Florida woman amasses collection of more than 21,000 banana labels. It's like the little stickers on bananas. Like the little Chiquita make like a sticker. sweet little ball of it. No, she's it's just like scrapbooks. It's like a book of it. She has two, <laughs> two books sitting on the table here, and just a pile of like stickers. What a waste she's of paper. <laughs> okay, I think we need to deep dive into that one. Yes. Okay. Wh- what's me, the? Let me read one more, and then what's we'll deep the dive. impetus there? What like <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I get most collecting. Yeah, yeah. But I don't get that collecting. Florida man arrested after mooning diners at restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> what classic fun? Yeah. I could be drunk antics. Yeah. If you see a seventy-year-old, come on. If you see a seventy-year-old digging through a trash can for discarded banana peels in Florida, you may have spotted one of the world's most unique collectors. Aren't they mostly the same sticker? Aren't they like the, all, the, I, all the Chiquita? Banana you got like one dull, one Chiquita sticker, and like yeah. what else is there? Like right? Maybe they changed over the years. I don't. Or maybe it's like like those slight evolutions yeah. of the logo that you see. Like, like that's why I can kind of understand like stamp collecting because there's like a million different there's stamps, lots of different you know? kinds, but some like actually hold some value. Like, yeah, exactly. But what if it's just what if she's just a loyalist? It's all one, all, all chiquitas. chiquitas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a big chiquita fan. Yeah. <laughs> does it explain what got her into it? It kind of does. Um, Becky of Orlando has spent the past 29 years collecting and cataloging, or yeah, more than 21,000 banana labels from around the world. Oh. 
Her, this hobby has taken her to Germany, Costa Rica, and Ecuador, where she's met fellow collectors and picked up random <laughs> banana peels. This <laughs> ties back to what we were saying. You can find a weird Any community. Niche. Anything. Well, like, where do you run into someone who's collecting banana, like... I think before the internet existed, she wouldn't have ran into a single goddamn person. I mean, I get, like, I guess she could have found it, but it sounded like she was, like... Traveling the world, traveling and like was like in Berlin, like and sees someone peeling too? a banana sticker and like putting it yeah. in a book, and they look over and there's someone else like looking for bananas. Yeah. It's like oh, hello. When it, was, it said she was like digging through trash cans for peeled bananas. Yeah. Like, do you just like assume there's probably one down there, or like do you follow Real people around hobby. who like bought Wait, a banana? Just, yeah, to... waiting for them to eat it and throw out the peel. Like, what makes them so special to me is that they are meant to be thrown away. For some reason, that makes them even more precious to me. Oh, I have rescued la- I have rescued many labels from the trash. Rescued? Who hurt you? Oh. Or someone hurt a her. banana peel on the ground. I feel sad when I see someone has thrown away a peel with a label still on it, so I rescue it. Someone hurt this woman. <laughs> she has uh, banana labels that date back to the 1960s. Okay, you know, that's kind of cool. And... Yeah, it's got a little. It's, cool. it's got a little picture here that has like a couple different ones that she has, and I've I've never seen any of them. So, so I guess there are different brands all I around. I guess the there are, yeah. <sighs> yeah. So she first noticed how unique banana labels were in 1991, uh, and she was restocking her fruit bowl when she saw the old dull banana labels from Guatemala, and the new ones were from Honduras, and then it kind of just blossomed from there. All right. I mean, uh, you can't fault. I mean, whatever gets you going in the morning. I don't know. <laughs> it's Chiquita bananas or banana peel stickers. I mean. <laughs> oh, man. That's that's wild. Wherever you can find your light in this cruel world. Shout out to Chiquita. Uh, Chiquita <clears throat> is responsible for tens of thousands of deaths in Latin America. Uh, that's where the term banana republic came from. Yep. Was overthrowing government so you so could you grow could, more yep. bananas. Yep. <laughs> It's unclear exactly how many collectors there are around the world, but she estimates that there might be 25 in the U.S., roughly 50 in in Asia, and 200 in Central and South America. Wow. That's kind of a interesting... There's, I mean, this is just an important topic to remember, <clears> listeners. <throat> if you're a weird beard, there's other weird beards like you. Yeah. You're not that You're not weird. alone. You're not alone. Unless you're into some sick shit, then yeah. get some help, but... This is like a healthy <laughs> hobby, you know? She's traveling. She's following her passion. It might be weird, but... She could be downloading <laughs> child porn off the dark web, and instead she just likes <laughs> banana stickers, so don't fault this. Yeah, exactly. No, that's Florida what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is the longest article. Like that's it, it goes into like type A that? and type B banana label collectors. Well, that's like, actually pretty cool that they did like a deep dive. Like, I love when they like do deep, deep dives deep into dive, weird shit. Like, I just... What like what's the ceiling for that community though? Like yeah, I what, mean, how many people around the globe? Even with seven billion, seven and a half billion. Anything people, I have like, to put in a book, I'm not gonna do. No, I could throw some pennies in a jar. I could see that. Yeah, I don't really see collecting. Oh, and she's hopeful that she can find you know the the best label. You know, like the cream the of the crop. Label. The label. What is the cream of the crime? Um, in 1980, Chiquita printed some labels with the mascot of the Summer Olympics, uh, wow. and the U.S. boycotted the Summer Olympics due to the Soviet-Afghan War, so labels were never sent to the U.S. So, huh. she says, a few escaped destruction. I don't have it yet, but I am ever hopeful. 
That's yeah. The only way they would escape destruction if there was some other banana sticker collector, right? Like, like I it just sits around. Yeah, like, it's in like a dump somewhere, or like I, I just yeah. I don't I, get how it works. I might actually want to read that article. And yeah, like kind of. There's a lot of unanswered questions uh, yeah. here. I'm proud of her, whoever she is, though. <laughs> you found your hobby. You followed it. You found your passion project. And I think on that note, I'm gonna spin us into shout outs. Cool. Shout outs. Shout outs. Who's going first? Um, go first? Yeah, sh- sure. You might as well. All right. McLean just airdropped me the banana article. Oh, she does look like a sweet old lady. Doesn't she just yeah. look like the sweetest little lady on the face she of the earth? She looks like a sweet woman. You know, she found a hobby. That's cool. <laughs> um, this isn't a good shout out. But I'm gonna mention it. Okay. It's very scary. But uh, some Thai some Thai people were caught ironing hundreds of used face masks so they can resell them to people trying to avoid the coronavirus. Oh my god. <laughs> so somehow I guess they went to uh, they got in a hospital, but they just found a bunch of used face masks and they like washed them in the washing machine and ironed them. And sold them as new. You know, this might just be the world's best viral marketing campaign for Tide Pods. I got is throw in the wash, got the corona gone. <laughs> Tide, you do you. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it, they could turn around three hundred to four hundred masks a day. And they were making some bank. You know, ingenuity, <laughs> entrepreneurship. No American would iron 300 masks. So, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's disgusting. <laughs> I can't. Also, another fun fact was just, I think Amazon had to shut down a bunch of retailers uh, these past couple weeks because they were, like, illegally profiteering on masks. Like, that used to sell for, like, Ten dollars for a pack of fifty would be like yeah, it would be like five hundred dollars for a pack of fifty. Yeah, and they would just be like N95, perfect for keeping out the. Corona. You know the crazy mm. thing is though. Yeah. I went to like I I was sitting here you know I didn't have much to do so I was curious to know what the different specifications on masks are. N95. Yeah, so it's 95. 99. 99, and there's one that's 85. Yeah. All you know the EU has a different way of of you know grading them and stuff like that. So I was curious, what would what would you need? And 95 does a fine job. 95, but yeah. I was looking around, and I was like, okay, I want to price some of these out. And yeah. they are outrageous. Just yeah. the little face mask, you know, with the elastic yeah. band. But you can still go to Home Depot and buy a respirator yeah. that works better, seals around your face yeah. for the same price. So I, like, I think it, one of the things the, I was reading about this... haven't gone up. Like, yeah, one of the things I was reading about this, too, is just... A lot of these masks only work if you, like, know how to get them to, like, correctly seal on your face. Because mm-hmm. it's not just, like, when you go to the hospital and just, like, slap one over your mouth. They were saying those are basically to prevent sick people from spreading it, but it doesn't well, keep the, things from coming going in. in. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. actually made for, like, surgeons and stuff so you don't spit in someone's, like, you have their chest yeah. cavity so it's open. To so it's stop things from going out, yeah. but it doesn't stop it things does from going nothing. in. It to stop things from going in. Right yeah, exactly. You if have you to have, have like a perfectly sealed mask. If you have any facial hair at all, yeah, with uh, even a resp- like a full on respirator, it It'll won't just go work. Under, It'll yeah. just go right under it. So yeah. you see people, wa- you know. So y'all are fucked. Tons of people walking around with just the really basic 
surgical masks. Just a quick corona hit that I was just thinking about to myself earlier today. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a hit of that corona. Okay, so they're they're saying this is 20 times deadlier than the flu. Mm -hmm. I have never once in my life been concerned about dying from the flu. Yeah. So 20 times zero is still zero. Boom. So I should not, not be concerned about the coronavirus Quick maths. at all. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not that concerned. Well, it's, it's, it's I think I'm more afraid about pre, pre, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm more afraid about the crisis the caused by to the, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Caused by this being a crisis. We're, I mean, we're in a very volatile economic spot just because of the speculation yeah, of a disease. Exactly. Like, I yeah. had someone tell me here, Costco sold out of toilet paper in 13 minutes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know how hard it is I to sell up. someone a custom item that comes from China right now? Yeah. Yeah. Hard. Every single person is making jokes yeah. about anything yeah. that comes from China. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's pass the shout outs to Nick. All right. I've got a good shout out. Just a little like historical one that was pretty cool. Shout out to Betty Robinson, 1931 Olympic runner. She was involved in a plane crash in 1931, was wrongly pronounced dead upon first being discovered. She then spent seven months in a coma, took two years to learn how to walk normally again, but by 1936, she rejoined the U.S. Olympic relay team and took home the gold medal. What a bad nice. bitch. God. Yeah. Coma lost the ability to walk at all and then relearned Olympic-level It's perfect. Fast. It's International Women's Day, isn't it? Yeah. So shout out. Does it just make you feel even worse when you hear things no, like this? No, I was though? literally thinking, like, <laughs> like <laughs> I couldn't get to that pos- position once. She did I it twice. I'm running a mile yeah. right now. Just... I'm running, like, a 12-and-a-half-minute yeah, mile. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you sprint for 30 seconds, walk for a minute and a half, and <laughs> you'll get there in 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. It does show what humans can accomplish if we're not just lazy fucks our whole lives. Yeah, so shout-out Betty Robinson, better than we could be, um, doing it twice. Right? Way to go, Betty. Um, Okay, I guess it heads to me. I'm going to shout out the podcast, It Could Happen Here, which is all about whether we could possibly see the next American Civil War. Yeah, and he basically, uh, I think it's like 10 episodes or something like that, Um, and the host, shout out to Robert Evans, who compiled this whole thing, Um, and he basically approaches, yeah, good dude, and he he approaches like, how it could be caused from like the right side or mm-hmm. the left side. I mean, it'll have aisle. to be an interplay or an interplay. Yeah, yeah exactly. And like <laughs> how the state would react and try to strike down those things. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's. I think one of the most salient points he made uh, was in one of the episodes. He talked about uh, a guy who um, he was like essentially a neo-Nazi in Portland, and he oh yeah he stabbed a few people, and he said like this is the start of the Patriot revolution. Prayer, or yeah, whatever. Patriot Prayer, yeah, yeah. So. The, I think the best point that Robert made was uh, that, like, whether or not you think the next civil war could happen, there's people who think it's actively uh, happening, happening currently. And they've been <laughs> yeah. doing it for, yeah, for years. Exactly. They're waiting for the rest of us to join yeah, in. They're, yeah, exactly. There are people yeah. who think it's already going, and they're just waiting for us to catch on. Yep. So I, I, think, I, I just wanted to shout it out. Uh, then we've also talked about this a lot before of, like, is it possible, or how how would it happen? Could it happen anytime yeah. soon? Like, well, I, I like the way he introduces that to where where he goes in and, and he ta- he brings up like the Heather Heyer murder and talks about how like it only takes maybe one to three yeah. more of those type of events yeah. and one of them not dealing with an indictment yeah. or or a or a or a, or a charge on yeah. the person who did it, that would be it. Yeah, for the left, like exactly. the left would be would be permanently radicalized. Yeah, and 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 and. 
it'd be, there'd be violence. Or it's like there's already violence. It's just mo- most of the times people are sticking to like melee damage. But yeah, if people start yeah. working in guns and stuff, mm-hmm. like you've seen videos of just, <coughs> or tools, <coughs> and, you know, and vehicles. Well, you've and, seen uh, yeah. videos where like Antifa and like like. I don't know, like the far right protesters mm-hmm. like hit each other with bats and they have like yeah. weird riot shields and shit. But yeah. like a lot of those same people have assault rifles. Like, is it going to come to a point where mm-hmm. I think all it takes is like one or two people decide, okay, this rally is now a war. I yeah. also think uh, another one that he, he really dove deep on was you guys remember Christopher Dorner? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had an episode all about, like, how, like, the police would react in a situation like this. Mm-hmm. And he, he essentially brings up the argument, like, imagine if, like, Black Lives Matter is protesting in, like, New York and kind of, like, shutting down the city. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, there's, like, a sniper randomly targeting NYPD officers. Yeah. Like, the police might kind of tie those two ideas together. And Absolutely. Be like, we can't catch this guy because the protesters are, like, hindering our ability and like he's just able to slip in and out of crowds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we have to stop so all the protests. Massive crowd control. Yeah, yeah massive no crowd control. Stop all the protests yeah. so that we could find this p- cop killer. And, and then that would not go well. You couldn't yeah. just clear out a street. Exactly. You can't just clear out a protest. Yeah. So I so I just wanted to shout him out real quick because I listened to it probably about like a year year and a half ago, and uh, we our friend group started talking about this recently, and so I started listening to it again. But yeah, really great, really great podcast. It could happen here. By Robert Evans. Yeah, great I think, first season. Yeah, you guys should really check it Has out. Has he done another season yet? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, no, that first season was really, really good. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I'm about season. halfway through it, and it's it's fantastic. It is fantastic. Like, and he, he even talks about myths too, about what people like dismiss about it. People are like, well, the left is is too anti-gun and too pacifist, and they're gonna, you know, nope. that it'll just never be a two-way fight. But he talks about like since 2000, what 2006, 2008, whenever it was. Uh, gun ownership for skyrocketed in both sides. In both sides, and and liberal and left leaning people with guns uh, has is are basically to the same level of gun ownership. Yeah. Same n- percentage of people who own guns. The, the right just owns, owns more. There's more guys that have thirty guns, yeah, exactly. rather than someone yeah. who has two guns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it it would be a fucking shit show. Yeah, and let's hope it doesn't happen. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, he also <laughs> he had like a great perspective too that like. There's certain areas that control like a shit ton of water or mm-hmm. like a shit ton of food, and oh, it's yeah. like one one small militia group could shut down like the food supply to like the Western United States. Oh yeah, or they, a yeah. unified rural front. Yeah, exactly. That we'd be fucked. Yeah. Can but, you imagine yeah. a unified farmers like yeah. union of like po- uh, populist in, yeah. in the in, in the U.S. Like it would no, just shut that yeah. shit down. Yeah. So I think we'll we'll call that on the shout outs, and we're gonna spin it into our. Second half topic, um, and I, I think I'll introduce this topic too, just because I had like kind of a paradigm shift earlier in this week where we've been laughing and joking a lot about like Biden's dementia, and I kind of shifted from it being funny to it's just kind of sad now. <laughs> like, yeah, like, kind of sad. Yeah, no, I mean it's de- it's, it's, it's very sad, sad to me now. Yeah, like, like I got kind of sick of myself like laughing at a uh, eighty year old man with dementia, and. Uh, so yeah, I just think it's it's kind of brutal that our choice is down to him, Bernie, who's also like seventy seven, and Trump, who's like what seventy six. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I have to vote between three octogenarians? Yeah. <coughs> but anyway, Nick, you want to play us that clip of Biden's newest flub, and then we can just talk about this topic overall. Turn, turn this primary from a campaign that's about negative attacks into one about what we're for, because we cannot get reelected. We cannot win this re-election 
Excuse me, we can only re-elect Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. That was bad. Yeah. He, he just... I mean, you can you can see the point in that where, like, he was probably reading the teleprompter, he lost his place on the teleprompter, and then he tried to fill it in with just, like, off the cuff, and mm-hmm. his brain just couldn't react. No, just that. didn't put More the pieces likely, together in time. More supposed to say, you know, we can only win this re-election. Exactly. Donald Trump cannot win, you know, yeah. something like that. Yeah, exactly. And somehow that morphed into, we can only re-elect Donald Trump. Exactly. <laughs> we won't yeah. win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And with this shift, I think it's, like, it's not that... We're not going to pretend like MSNBC or CNN that this isn't happening, but the, the cruelty behind behind joking about a dying man just losing his grip on reality yeah. is, is, is it loses it's, its fun after a while. And <laughs> like, even if it didn't lose its fun, it's yeah. just that like tactically, I think we can point these out in a way yeah. that is sympathetic to Biden. And well, and this is something and like John says it yeah. best. Like he should be enjoying his time with his yeah. kids. Yeah, he should be home with his family, like, enjoying whatever time he has left. Not trying to run like a national campaign and yeah. one of the biggest elections. Now I do that think is speeding up this. I mean, yeah, he is and getting I, near isn't enough. Sleep. I do think he in like a, a certain very way, very stressful. Biden probably doesn't think anything's wrong with himself because I've seen that happen before, where mm-hmm. like someone with dementia just doesn't acknowledge it. Um, Most of us have. Yeah, and I think I think he also probably deeply regrets not running in 2016 because he yeah. probably genuinely believes he could have beat Donald Trump. And he might, might have a, He might have had a point. shot. Yeah. He, might have, he might still have a shot. We'll, we might talk about that. But, but yeah, I think, I think there's a part of him who regrets his actions and now he's trying to like fix it, but he's in a much worse mental place. Now, in fairness, there this argument's going to be made about all three top candidates. I've seen yeah. quotes about, like, Bernie has his gaffes. I, I would argue they're in deeply different ways, but he does have his gaffes, and I have seen some far-right people say he's going crazy, and I have seen a lot of far-left people say, what is it, that Trump probably has untreated syphilis, mm-hmm. and so he has brain rot, and mm-hmm. he's going crazy, too. Like, no, no this is no, genuinely, uh, yeah, like, a topic I, from all sides of the aisle yeah. right now. I is everyone's accusing every other guy of having dementia and dying. Yeah. And this is what happens when everyone who's the front runner or a leader in this race is above 75 years old. Like, can we yeah. not? Like, I don't... It's wild to me. And I, I think there was so much fear in this election because we were sold the idea that like Donald Trump is the worst thing that could ever happen to America. Mm-hmm. All that matters is beating him. Nothing else fucking matters at all. That people are just, like, so frightened they're trying to go with whatever they think the safest bet is, mm-hmm. which is either <clears throat> Biden or Bernie. But I don't fundamentally think those were the safest bets, or like, especially Biden in particular. Yeah. But I don't know. What do you guys think on any of this? Well, I, I, I mean, I think Biden's le- uh, electability actually comes from a different place, or lack of electability comes from a different place than his his gaps or his dementia or what you yeah. know, just his overall kind of loss of. Uh, you know, lucidity. Yeah. Uh, I think it's more that... You could just say cognitive slowdown for any of yeah, them. Though, yeah. Because even if you would argue, mm-hmm. like, Biden's is to the highest degree, y- you could look at videos of the, all of them from 10 years ago and they're, and so very they're much people. sharper, yeah. yeah. Like, but that's what happens when you're going on 80 years old. Like, mm-hmm. I don't... This is wild. Why are we picking between three 80-year-olds? Like, Trump was much, much sharper in 2016. I mean, he wasn't a genius, yeah. but he was fast. Yeah. He, he thought quick he on react. his feet. Mm-hmm. He, he, he made jokes about the, the crowd booing him at the, at the uh, debates. He said, that's all of Jeb's funders right there. That's yeah. all of Jeb's donors right yeah. there in the front row. Exactly. And stuff. Like, then they booed louder, and he's like, yep, you hear him? You yeah. hear him? And like, it <laughs> yeah. played well. Yeah. He skyrocketed from there. Like He doesn't have those moments yeah, now. He's no, just he not doesn't. there. But I think he will still beat 
Joe because he'll do what he did with Hillary and he'll actually <coughs> outflank her left yeah. on issues the effect that affect Social older Security, voters. Medicare. Exactly. Medicare. Also, the, the magic of Trump's power is he can say things and do and the just complete not, opposite. Exactly. And no, no, one one will, yeah, no one will hold him accountable. No one will hold him accountable. No one will care. Yeah. You think they care? Fox News covered positively the fact that he was saying he was going to protect their social security and when he went back on that he just they were just like yeah of course yeah of why course would why would we want to protect social security yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. What he it's had gonna to go do. bankrupt yeah anyway. exactly exactly so he's gonna be able to just outmaneuver biden yeah. so well out trade on on yeah. everything on climate he has an f from the sunrise movement donald yeah. trump even has a d yeah like yeah, come on like literally like you could you could he can outflank joe biden anywhere politically he and me and Nick talked about this earlier in the week, but I think it's going to come down to a question of how sick of Trump are people. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think if Biden is the the leader this time, and if he's the nominee, like it's like is the taste of Trump as bad exactly. in my mouth to get me off my chair? And I don't go think vote. almost anyone's voting pro Biden. They're yeah. voting anti anti Trump. Yeah. And yeah. are there enough people who are sick of Trump to stay home, and enough people who are sick of Trump to go to the polls? Yeah. What was it in in states where where Biden was winning in the polls after he won South Carolina before Super Tuesday? They polled people, and in any state he was winning, seventy uh, percent of respondents who voting for any candidate yeah. said that their number one issue was beating Donald Trump. Exactly, and then like twenty six percent said yeah. ideological issues. Yeah, exactly. Like people no one, aren't. No one cares. No it's one just cares. Yeah, and I also want to bring up the fact that Donald Trump is not the worst this can get. We've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. It could get so much worse, people. Honestly, Bloomberg so would have worse. been a worse pivot. Bloomberg would have been worse. Impeaching Trump is a terrible idea because if you succeed, you get Mike Pence. You get Pence Mike Pence. Pence would be worse. If they had got it done pre-election, it would have been a great move. Yeah. It would have been a great move because Pence can't win an election. No, Pence could never win an election. But walking into the office without having to do anything, oh, he would take those reins and run oh, with yeah. it, dude. Yeah. He, he would go so far. Yeah. He would Dick Cheney the hell out of this. Yeah, he's like essentially for like a religious theocracy. Yeah, and that's who like we we want to get rid of Tr Donald Trump so bad we're gonna have Mike Pence be president. Like, no, nah, I don't think that's a great. Yeah, idea. yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, he's literally like our Muhammad bin Salman, just yeah, like yeah, just yeah. like just some theocratic yeah, like exactly. shit lord no, who doesn't sure. care about yeah, anyone's well being. No, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I mean things can get so much worse, but that the media was selling this this for so long that Donald Trump is the worst. The Donald Trump is the worst president we could possibly ever have. All that matters is voting him out. Mm -hmm. That now that's what like your average electorate fears. Yeah. Well, I mean, do we want to go into some delegate math kind of game theory going out, kind of game out the rest of this primary for the next like little bit here? Yeah, I mean, we, we can like definitely ten, do we that. We have like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. We, we can definitely do that. Um, Didn't you have one more thing, John? What was it? I forget. I, don't know. I thought you said you had one more thing. All right, sorry. Let's do that. <laughs> one more time. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, I think that was mostly it. That I'm just like, I'm deeply saddened by what's happening to Biden. Yeah. And I just and just the state of the race. Just the state of the race overall. It's it's not great. And I think like, sadly, this could be a very pivotal election. And it's starting to look more and more like a Trump. I think Trump like, gets four more years. Yeah. I, I, if I was going to call it at this point. At this exact moment. At this moment That in time, would be my bet. I would call Trump gets four more years. Two weeks ago, I would have said, actually, it's it maybe may, only has like a 30 or 40% chance of winning it. Yeah. But I think Two he's like, ago, got like a, said he's got like a 70% chance Trump. of winning it right now. Yeah. Like, Bernie's momentum has to just be insane through the rest of the primary. I don't think it he will. Has to, he would literally have to have like either a majority of delegates to avoid a, a convention or just like a huge lead by more than six points. Like this, I think Bernie's like too good of a person because he was trying to like 
go anti-establishment without like actually talking bad about the establishment. Mm-hmm. Like if he had like you know how Donald Trump was like basically like if I'm not the nominee, my people are not voting for any you fools. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, yeah. like just straight up. And I think he tries to get to that I'll point take without, my ball without making home. it sound yeah, like he's Democrats part of it. Yeah, because Democrats hate that. Because he yeah. wants to like talk that down and say like, I will vote. I will oh, be out yeah. there campaigning for everyone. Yeah. Anyone that makes the ticket. But like realistically, he knows that like the Chapo boys are going to be riding that that yeah. train. They're going to be the burning or bust crowd. They're yeah. going to be leading people away from the polls for it. And like. Yeah. Uh, it's it's honestly like a real threat, and I I'd th- probably stay home. We're in Idaho. If it's if it's Biden, yeah, I'm not, we're not winning. He's not winning our state anyway. So. Yeah, it's 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 and, gonna be. And a I have real... no energy to go vote for him. Yeah, I'd actually probably go out and vote because there's other people. Yeah, on the down ballot, ballot yeah, I'd be I'd voting, vote but for, like, but, <sighs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I'd probably just check his name. Just why not? But like, I, don't I think I, I would. I think it might come down to like I didn't check Hillary's name just yeah. just cause like I didn't want her to be president. I shouldn't vote yeah. for her. Yeah. You know, like it was just, it's like more like a symbolic thing. Cause I was at that point I was in California. She was going to win either way. So what does it matter? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I would check Biden's name. I would definitely check Bernie's name. At least it's something. Yeah. I think it's a very similar to appeal to me that Trump has to the right. We're like, whatever, maybe he fucks things up a little and something changes. Stir great. the pot. Let's yeah, go. Stir the pot. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Stir the pot. Whatever. Couldn't yeah. get worse. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I mean, it could, but not yeah. this way, not this direction. Yeah, I don't yeah, think with yeah. Bernie it could get worse. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't, like I don't see it happening that way. I think with Biden, essentially, as like a shell of his former self, that means someone else is running things from behind mm-hmm. the scene. We're gonna and be like a Nancy Reagan esque type thing. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So, oh man, yeah, it just makes me. I don't know. I fluctuate. The black pill is yeah. why it's funny. And then you you fluctuate back into oh shit I live here yeah yeah <laughs> like it's, it's yeah. like not funny anymore it's like I I mean I'm still pretty like I will say that I'm a little bit black pill well at let's the moment, look at but, let's like, look at the thing because there's an, in what three days there's the March 10th primary two days second Super Tuesday primary states and you I know it's Idaho Michigan Mississippi Missouri Washington, Washington um, uh, North Dakota, I think. Yeah, it's one of the Dakotas, North Dakota. Yeah. So Washington has eighty nine delegates. I think I think Bernie does well in Washington. I think sadly though, I I think Biden will win Michigan, and I think that might be the kind of the turning point of this election yeah. in Biden's favor. I think mm-hmm. Bernie really needs to overperform Michigan, and I don't know. If I he think will. he'll squeak it out. I think Bernie will squeak, squeak it out, out but Michigan. I don't think it'll be a, a vi- like last time he was. A- projected to lose and won by 20 points. Yeah. I think this time he'll probably win by like two points. Like I, I yeah. think it'll be real close and it could go to Biden because that's a toss up. Like, yeah, like, that's like, a toss up state. I agree. I mean, I, th- I think on the issues Bernie wins, but it doesn't seem like an on the issues kind of year, mm-hmm. you know, like, like Bernie voted against NAFTA, which cost their state like four million jobs. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like people care. Yeah. Like, I, well, I mean, but I think Michigan is one of those few places that, that you can like directly like like they have a more direct line to the a way that trade affects them, so I think that's yeah. why last time he won so so that's resoundingly. True. So I think that they see this as like, but that's true of a lot of other Super Tuesday states that Biden won. Like, what's a more what's a more desperate state in the union right now than Michigan? There isn't uh, one. Maybe not. The state is the state is bankrupt. The city of De- Detroit is bankrupt. 
Flint still doesn't have clean water. I, I think I think that that Michigan will 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 go Bernie. Okay, so let's like, say Michigan goes Bernie. I think Idaho will go Bernie. Idaho will go went Bernie last yeah. time. They'll go Bernie. I think because um, Boise, Boise's Boise, very it's liberal. just like Salt Lake. Yeah. Utah, you, they can weigh it out. Rushed with, with yeah, Bernie exactly. because like they the, just have the liberal populist centers way outweigh the rural. Way counties. exactly, yeah, yeah, um, by far. Mississippi, I, I don't know anything about Mississippi. And I think Mississippi's much going Biden. It's going it's Biden. It's going yeah, Biden. Yeah, that's um, the deep south. Missouri's uh, going Biden. Missouri, yeah, yeah. And then, but that, but that's the thing. Okay, so you say well, Washington's we, definitely going Bernie. If we say Mississippi and Missouri are definitely going Bernie, and we say Michigan is going to be a close race, then North Dakota and Idaho, even if they go Bernie, are like the two smallest delegate math. Washington is big, but again, I don't think it'll be a, like a resounding win. I think he'll. Get I think he'll crush there. Honestly, I okay. think he'll. I think he'll get. I think he'll be at least five, five to eight points up. Five like, points up. Okay, yeah. that would be I my guess. I can see that. Because uh, well, because I mean, with Western states, just Bernie generally just kills. I and think he would win Washington. I don't. I don't know, man. I, this feels close to me. Like, how did Biden didn't run in half of the states he won on Super Tuesday? Yeah, he, he didn't never have visited. a ground game in Arkansas. He didn't have a ground game. He didn't run ads, yeah. and somehow he won them. Mm-hmm. So that's just like I think the threat of like I don't think Donald Trump is honestly that threatening, but I think the threat the media sold to the American people of Donald Trump is very real. Yeah. Like as a media narrative. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's how he can win states that he like wasn't even running in. Yeah. And like didn't have a campaign in, barely like has campaign rallies and stuff. Barry's like, friend. Yeah, it's just, it's just what they're voting exactly, for. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. But I think I think that might be like a bigger momentum than we want to admit. It's just like, I'm scared. They told me to be scared. I know this guy. He's a safe choice. I know Bernie is a radical in a good way. I just I just think that I don't know. I think Oregon and Washington are in the bag for Bernie. If I had to say, so. I think he'll they'll, he'll definitely win. He might not get the margins that I predicted, but I think Oregon. I would I would, I for would sure. be Washington. highly 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 surprised if either of those two states went biden okay um i i think i'm with you on that i, I think oh, i think idaho will go but will go bernie i don't go bernie and I'm then yeah i think michigan's the true toss-up missouri and, and mississippi are locked I think also in the other wild card is like like half of california's things like aren't counted which are probably going to come back majority sanders which yes. is why it still looks like, like biden close. has a resounding like, lead but but he's, Sa- it's they're basically tied right now yeah he's within i think what 50 delegates or something like that yeah and yeah. then that's without like yeah. A shit ton of delegates from California, mm-hmm. so which he Speaking won by like thirteen Barry, points. When do you think he's gonna come out and? He's endorse? not. I don't think he is. I don't think he wants to ruin his legacy like that. What he's doing is secretly telling other people Operating that's the way the, the waves are going. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But I think he knows that. Like, I think he doesn't want to become the next Hillary Clinton, where he's just like hated by half of like the liberal left. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's already kind of like leaning that direction with the like we can't be too radical, mm-hmm. like. Can't cut out half he the people. He did give Bernie permission to use his, uh, in basically a, a, a semi-endorsement of him yeah. uh, speaking of his, on, in, of, of his yeah. policies and just talking about how he's someone who fights the people. Like yeah. they ran an ad that's like yeah. a really, really good ad for really going after ad. that that like that friend of vote. friend of Barry vote, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and like uh, I mean, you know, he's at least grounded enough to know that like we're we're gonna have to get there. But I think he's just making the terrible calculation that like his policies are what will beat. Trump's policies. I think it's well, an think ego he, thing too. Honestly, I I, th- I would bet just this is like random personal opinion off of zero information, but yes. I think yeah, slightly, slightly informed. informed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think it's an ego thing because like he came he, like 
the chatter was he was against Biden running at the beginning, and I think he probably still has well, that. Well, he instinct. knew the writing on the wall was. That's what I think. I think he still has it, that like... instinct, but I know. I think he knows. If I went against either of them right now and endorsed the other thing, I either lose the moderate mm-hmm. wing of the party or the liberal wing of the party. Yeah, and I think and he I want to sit his, on the fence. Right his in the middle. general election yeah. like endorsement should yeah. be should sound genuine. Exactly, which it doesn't if he endorses Biden and then well, Bernie then, comes and sweeps exactly. and then has to go put exactly. his tail between his legs exactly. for Bernie. Yeah, exactly. And you still piss off half the party, which he wants yeah. to still be like. The guy who's the, the, the big the guy in the Democratic. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think he wants to lose that he's, role. What's weird, he literally is, like, he's, like, the only adult in the room for 99% of Americans listening. Yeah. Like, they don't care what Pelosi thinks is no. gonna is happening to the party. They don't care what Chuck Schumer thinks no. is happening to the party. They, they really don't care about any of this stuff. But when, like, Bar- like Barack Obama is, like, quoted on something, yeah. that hits home for it people does. who voted for him twice yeah. and then saw Trump win. Like, that's yeah. that's He's big seen for them. The authority on a lot of different things. It's crazy, but I mean, who else is there? We have losers right we and lost left besides that. We have we have Kerry. We have fucking uh, 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 Hillary. We've got. That's what I mean. We lost Al the, Gore. We lost the like, Clintons when it got so dirty between her and Bernie because mm-hmm. she can't be the the middle the fence sitter anymore yeah. because she picked a side. Yeah, she picked a side, and the Bernie crowd hates her now. Yeah, I don't. I think that's what Barack Obama doesn't want to happen to him. Mm-hmm. Is he doesn't want to have to pick a side. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to just be the guy who's like ahead of every, like over the whole Democratic Party. Yeah. And can advise them and seems, like you said, like seems like the adult in the room. Like, yeah. like I'm not going to, I'll let the kids fight it out and then mm-hmm. I'll be there to support whoever wins. Let's take us into the chaser. Okay, chaser time. <laughs> yeah. We got a good one for you uh, this week. So I think we're just going to jump right, right into the. Uh, it's a really good life lesson to everyone's really america's favorite son yeah. you know what i think might be a good idea what? let's do our closing remarks and then just send it off with a chaser okay like you know how we usually come back from the chaser okay i think we should do our like thanks for listening don't forget to like like and subscribe all right at john arterburn on twitter at si underscore podcast on twitter youtube slightly informed media yada yada bullshit come like us we love you guys we'll see you on the other side and here's our chaser Anchor on CNN called my father a piece of. That's right. right piece of shh. Right. Look at that POS comment that you made. Right. You might be an opinionated person, but you don't use profanity. They're gonna sue his ass up. Beat the shit out of them. <laughs> Ripping the shit out of the sink. The son of a bitch. Raise that fucking price. <laughs> You're not a child when it when it comes to calling people names. Lion Ted. Lion Ted. L Y E N. Little Marco. Crooked Hillary. I mean. The manners, the, 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 the lack of morals in society is awful. Grab them by the pussy. <laughs> and honestly, I blame most of these politicians. I guess I have been a politician. <laughs> the way they act are out of control. It's really the worst of the worst, Sean. Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> no!